BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. We are talking all things book talk and TikTok today, and we are speaking specifically to an author whose work is often featured on the talk. I do not sound cool saying that, but I did try. Get ready. You will not want to miss today's discussion. I'm Sarah Wendell. I'm Alicia Rai. Welcome to Love Struck Daily, where we talk about love every single week. This week is a deep dive into all things TikTok, which I am so excited about and have been enjoying so much. And one of the things that I think is important is how many perspectives there are within TikTok, much like any form of social media. It's not a monolith and there's lots Mm. of different ways in which people participate. We've got book publicists, we've got book talkers, we've got people who want their books to be on book talk, but don't know how that happens. And we have authors like you. (laughs) <laughs> who are creating amazing content for other people. What I really love about it and the reason I started it was because I just wanted to talk to people. Like I just wanted to connect with people somehow. And before that, I would connect with people through my friends. I'd go to conferences. I did book signings. I mean, there was like no shortage of how much I traveled and oh, yeah. wandered around meeting people. And and all of a sudden it got shut off really quickly and I missed it. I mean, so much of our job is solitary. You know that too. You know, even if, yes, it is. Yeah, even if it's not. I mean, you're also an author, but you know, whatever. You're like the the primary nature of of publishing is that it's solitary. And yep. so I just wanted to connect with people, and I found a really great community who 
appreciated the weirdness and and foolishness that I I feel like I sometimes bring to the table. And I I hadn't really found that on other platforms. But TikTok, they say that Instagram is for prettiness and TikTok is for personality. And I feel like I, <laughs> TikTok is also for pretty people, but but it is for for people who have personality. I think I think if if that's what you use to connect with people, and I feel like that's what I've always used to connect with people is humor and and uh, the things I say. I think I think it was like a great outlet for that. So I I do, I do feel like those early days of TikTok, like those I hear the songs now, and I'm like nostalgic. I mean, I'm not nostalgic for early 2020, but I am nostalgic for that era. I will tell you that in one of our cars, we have Sirius XM and there is a TikTok radio channel. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I do and love it. My younger child who is on TikTok was mm-hmm. like, Mom, you've got to listen to this. And and my other child who is older is like, oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, I'm in the car. I'll turn it on. And they're playing the Backyardigans. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, this is amazing. I'm listening yeah. to the Backyardigans in my car and Sirius XM. Nothing is wrong with the world at this time. It's amazing to like think about things in, in terms of like pre-TikTok and post-TikTok. Oh, yeah. And what oh, would yeah. TikTok have influenced now? Or like, you know, Lizzo's latest hit, which is amazing. Like the opening lines for it are made for TikTok. Like oh, some yes. things are just made for TikTok. And it's just, it's so cool to see see how one app can can change so many things. And I also think that, especially for you, TikTok is like a venue in which you can release your inner theater kid. It is. No problem. Yeah. I was a drama kid. It was. It is unfettered theater kids, and I love it so much. Well, this week we are continuing to explore the intersection of theater kids and book yeah. people. The intersection <laughs> of theater kids and book people has brought us Book Talk, and it's Book Talk Week. We mm. are inviting one of our favorite authors onto the show to talk about her experience with Book Talk. Nisha Sharma is a good friend of mine, and she's also a prolific romance author in both YA and adult romance. We have her to thank for such incredible books such as My So-Called Bollywood Life, Dating Dr. Lil, and several more upcoming projects. I'm very excited for her new series, by the way. Uh, as an author, she's watched the industry transform under the influence of book talk, and we can't wait for it to hear her hot take on absolutely everything. Please welcome Nisha Sharma. Welcome, Nisha. We are so excited to talk to you. We are doing a deep dive into all things book talk, and you are the perfect person to talk to about this. So thank you so much for joining us. I'm so glad to be here. This is super exciting. (laughs) It seems to me that a lot of the coverage I've seen of book talk lately has been, I don't understand this strange phenomenon. And it's very reminiscent of how people talked about book bloggers 15 years ago. So I feel that in my core, like it's very familiar, but it's also like, wow, this again, we're going to put down a new way of talking about books. Let's how about we don't. So we're here to like really take a deep dive and celebrate all of the very cool things that book talk is doing. Funny story. Alicia is the one who taught me how to use TikTok. Nisha is wonderful at getting people together. I think that is one of her biggest skills. (laughs) So she assembled the South Asian romance authors in a little conference. And so I I joined like at the end of one day, like very casually, basically drinking chips out of a bag. And it was funny because I was I thought my camera was off. So I like tilted the bag out toward my mouth. And all of a sudden I hear Sonali go, Sonali Dev go, um, can we just talk about how Alicia is eating her chips for a minute? <laughs> I was like, Damn it. 
I was like, hey guys. And so somebody was like, well, what is like, what is this TikTok that I'm hearing about? I think this was like last year, maybe sometime like, a little bit earlier. And I was like, oh man, I love TikTok. Let me like, and they were like, can you show us some things? So I was like showing everybody how to set up their accounts. And it was like, there were like 12 people in the room. Everybody's like, wait, I don't understand the difference between account and username. It was hilarious. It was amazing. But that was how, yes, I, I taught. Technically, I taught Misha TikTok. I don't think I actually taught her anything in that hour, but it was it was very fun. It was a lot of fun. What I love, Nisha, about about you and your fun now with TikTok is that you and I do very different things on the app and and use it in different ways. And I love that. Like, I love seeing how people take something very, you know, like the base instructions I could give you from it. And you like went in a, a great different direction. And I think that's one of the great things about an app like TikTok or Instagram. Oh, yeah. I definitely think that book talk is a space where you also see those that varied approach to like books and uh, the way that people relate to stories. Um, what I think is the most fascinating about uh, book talk is that um, so many romance readers are coming to romance and you're watching their evolution like play out in their videos it's like okay you've now discovered this thing about romance or you've now started to connect the dots and that is that is something that I think as a as a baby author when I joined the romance industry god over a decade ago I had gone through that like except you know by myself we didn't ha- we didn't even have instagram back then no. and you know and now um i'm watching those same feelings that i had you know in the prophecy of my own home reading through you know like back then it was the rom-com wave too like i was going through the susan elizabeth phillips and the jennifer cruzy books and now it's the same rom-com wave that people are kind of realizing certain things that i had done 10 years ago that's the thing which I love is that whenever a new influx of people come to romance, they start talking about things like we haven't been talking about them for decades already. And I know. Right? For decades. Because remember, I mean, you two both remember and, and I hope, you know, people who are listening can learn about the great cover controversy of the Fifty Shades era. We'll be back after this short break. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota Dependability. 
meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. the great cover controversy of the 50 shades era where everything every cover was an object and it was a male centered object right and and the argument for those then was a it sells Mm -hmm. and b it's because people aren't embarrassed reading it and Mm -hmm. we had the same conversation wrap around then like well is it is it because we're you know internally misogynist we don't want to read it but you know everything everything kind of comes full circle and in the early 2000s we also had illustrated covers on all these rom-coms and we had the same oh conversation God. i we have been having this conversation since for book decades clubs. like for literally for decades for lifetimes at this point and yeah. so it is it is so interesting to me that like and I mean, good for you that you're addressing it. At this point, I'm like, I'm tired. <laughs> I just keep going on this conversation. Like, but that's, I think, where where I'm able to kind of even have a voice is because there are so many people who are addressing it head on, like the way that we've all yeah. been talking about it. But the one thing that I think yeah. people that I can contribute to is how marginalized voices are consistently excluded from this mm-hmm. conversation. And so, very much so. You know, we're just start. I'm just starting to see people who look like me on my covers. So for you to say yep. that people are now no longer go- should no longer be included on covers anymore well okay like what about the fact that i'm finally seeing representation are you also impacting on my community as well i saw that tiktok of yours and i was going to i put it in my um drafts to stitch it actually because and i'll just tell people now my very first cover uh it had an indian heroine on it this was in 2008 2009 mm-hmm. uh they took a white girl tinted her skin brown and then mm. added fat to her like photoshopped her bigger and that was my Indian woman representation at the time. So times have very much changed. Holy moly. And things are different. And I love clinch covers. I yearn for the day that, you know, marketing puts them back. I don't know if we're going to ever return to mass markets because of cost, but that's another yeah. story. Mm-hmm. But that mass market clinch in Walmart, like that was my dream when yeah. I was like just starting out in the early 2000s. Like I, and I was writing and I was, you know, I was imagining my book in like Walmart or Target or a grocery store. That was what I imagined, yeah. like oh, a yeah. clinch cover. And I remember, I remember how disheartened I was when I got that first cover. And I thought, there's no way, like, I'm never going to get anybody who looks like me on a cover. Oh my gosh. And then fast forward to, I think, I think it was wrong to need you. A, they did a cover shoot for it because they couldn't find any 
again, dearth of stock photos with, yeah. with brown or black people on them. And they did a cover shoot. And I cried when I got that cover shoot because I was like, my God, this is, you know, like this is what I wanted all those years ago, like, yeah. you know, eight or nine years ago. It took me eight or nine years mm-hmm. and it took me getting a publisher and then putting out the money. So like there's multiple blockades to this. Yeah. And this is not something that like a random indie author can do. I couldn't do it as an indie author. I couldn't afford a cover shoot. I couldn't afford you know, any of no. this and, and a smaller publisher can't either. And also publishers who don't want to put the money out aren't going to put the money out. So so the idea that like, oh, we don't want it anymore because it's embarrassing. Well, some of us never got the chance to have it. Yeah. Right. So let us have it, you know, like let us have that. And you know what? Like, I know that's not the trend right now, but it does sell. <laughs> you know, it's a romance. It does sell. It was a trend for many years. Yep. Covers have a lot of work to do in a very short time. Very much so. Yeah. It is so interesting to me. I don't know, Nisha, if you've seen the recent coverage, because I I mean, I, I've been on TikTok now since like early pandemic days. You've been on since last year ish, right? How long have you been on? Mm-hmm. About a year and it's a half, a right? A little over a year. Yeah. Yeah. A little over a year. And so I think we're both fairly early adopters of it. And when I joined, I remember the reaction from the book community was like, that is so cringy. Like, what are you doing on that kids app? Like they were making fun yeah. of it <laughs> like, and probably making fun of me. Like, I remember that. Yeah. And so I was like, whatever, I don't care. I'll just keep going because I, I fully believe that in order to succeed in life, you have to be cringy. Amen. So true. About when when I was teaching you guys, you know, on the Zoom, the reaction from a lot of the authors and, and, and around us was like, uh, I guess I should learn it, but I don't really know. And recently there's been like a New York Times article that came out. There's been Mm -hmm. like a lot of coverage about how if you're not on book talk as an author, you're going to die. Like you are going to (laughs) wither on the vine. And I'm getting panicked emails and like questions. I went to a conference a couple of weeks ago. I went to the American Booksellers Association conference and like there was an air of like, we're missing out, like we're missing money on the table. And and it, it sort of disheartens me, like it makes me a little bit sad because I do think one of the great things about the app personally like this is just a personal opinion is is that it is so it feels off the cuff like it feels like we're just there and we're just showing our personality and having fun and and when you put like a money aspect into it yeah it kind of like mm, like it's not I don't know if the content is going to be as good do you know what I mean yeah are you sensing that same same air from authors or from publishing in general? Because I definitely am. I'm feeling it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I certainly am. And I'm not even on TikTok. So, like, I have two thoughts about this. The first is, like, nothing on social media is going to work for an author if it's not coming from an authentic place. Like, the, I'm 100% believe that. Like, Absolutely. If you are going into something and you're going in rehearsed and you're like smiling, like you're smiling for a picture and you're like, read my book, like it's not going to work for you. And, I, and I'm saying that as someone who like has supported marketing organizations and tech companies for years, like mm-hmm. the very first thing that they ask you is what is true? Like what is true? And if that is not your true self, that is not going to work. And um, I mean, maybe some people can make it work because they develop this whole additional identity, but Mm -hmm. there's truth to that additional identity, right? Like there's still some sort of truth to that additional identity. So I will say that like, if you're going on there with like, not bringing your authentic self to your platforms and trying to build a brand based on something that, you know, you think other people want to see from you you know, I don't know how long that's sustainable. 
So the second piece I will say about, you know, TikTok and the desperation, mm. the stench of desperation. It is. is it's desperate. Yeah. Is, <laughs> I don't know why we aren't turning to publishers and telling them, hey, well, this is, this continues to be publishers putting the work on authors to do uh-huh. their own marketing. Damn right. Why are we paying you royalties? We'll be right back after this short break. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Covino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Why are we paying you royalties or like, you know, a chunk of our sales? We're not going to be doing the work that we're contracting you for. So, you know, this is another, I think, crack and fissure in the current publishing model that needs to be re-evaluated and reinvented in a way that is sustainable and equitable for all types of, you know, readers, authors, and professionals. How did you build your following? What was your sort of TikTok trajectory and building of the audience that you have now? So when I joined TikTok, Alicia had like taught us how to set up mm-hmm. our profile. I did my very first video like the next day. And my plan was to really just get 
better romance recommendations. I felt like I was, this is, you know, early pandemic before we had the vaccine. I was living out of like a pod and in my parents' retirement home because we were in between houses. And I just wanted some really great comfort reads. And so I thought, let me just kind of find my place on BookTok, figure out how to get these recommendations. And then, you know, I can just maybe talk about my book every once in a while and be done with it. I started to see like some people make very broad statements about the genre because they were early in their book talk experience or their their romance reading experience. And they were sharing the those very broad statements on book talk. And I felt like I had to comment on that because I was like, wait a minute, let's hold up. Like you're, you're ignoring marginalized communities. You are ignoring a lot of individuals who have worked very hard in the industry to bring not only like a, a platform for marginalized voices, but to pave the pathway for other writers. And so that's kind of where I ended up, uh, where most of my videos kind of end up, like between spicy book recs, <laughs> mafia romance recommendations, and talking about marginalized authors in the romance industry. So someone had told me very early on that if I wanted to grow my following, to just be consistent. And I had a lot of things to say. So that has never been a problem because I always have a lot of things to say. (laughs) So um, I just made a video a day for like the first six months. And a year later, I think I'm over, I'm almost at 16,000. So wow. Yeah. Way to go. That's amazing. Yeah. It's been, it's been a journey because I feel like while I've also, uh, while I've been sharing knowledge, it's also been a really interesting experience connecting with marginalized creators and other activists, specifically in diversity, equity, and inclusion, which is where my, what my day job is. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm, so I'm a, I'm the head of diversity, equity, and inclusion at a global tech company. Oh, as you do. Holy crap. It's a lot of, it's a lot of activist work. And um, I feel like I've connected with other people who also are romance readers and really passionate about romance. So there's this intersection of both of my identities that has a place in a corner of book talk. And we're all talking about things now, like about the huge problem we have with banned books, um, the problems that we have with marginalized identities being quieted, without, you know, like any sort of awareness or news or anything you find out later. Like I didn't realize Dating Dr. Dill, which was my last release, was banned in like three or four different libraries in my own state. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I didn't know about it until a reader had mentioned it to me. And so, you know, these are like the kinds of conversations that I'm now having in the books talk space. It's been a, it's been a wild ride. (laughs) That is a wild ride. What are your favorite things to do on TikTok? Like, what are the things that you have seen or you have done that give you that, oh, yes, this is going to be great feeling? The one that Alicia has like five times a day. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> um, I think like the ones that I love are generally not the ones that go viral. Like, unfortunately, yes. It's That's very true. true. Yeah. Right? Like right. The, the videos that I love to make are usually the ones that get like less than a thousand views. But the videos that I do off the cuff, like I wake up, I have no makeup on, I barely comb my hair, you know, <laughs> are the ones that get 10,000 views. And, you mm-hmm. know, that's what everyone remembers me, <laughs> like how I look. 
Um, but I love talking about books that I am absolutely obsessing over. Yeah. And the, the stuff that I, mm-hmm. I feel like take a lot of my energy, but I think are important are actually the ones that end up get the most views, which are yeah. like right now there's a conversation about like, do we remove like the clinch cover? Like, because people are unpacking their own internalized misogyny and they are are realizing things about themselves and saying it online without taking a pause and realizing what the impact of what they're saying. Like saying half naked individuals on covers is cringe may also like speak more about where you are in your journey than it does about your taste in romance. And so, you know, that's, that's something that a lot of people are addressing right now in book talk (laughs) that I'm, I also addressed. (laughs) I want to ask you, Nisha, what are some of your very favorite book talk accounts? Oh, that's a great question. Okay, so Bookworm Bullet, who um, is really a champion for South Asian romance. Another person who I absolutely love, her name is Sanjana, and she does these incredible video deep dives. She's right now getting her master's in psychology. So the way that she analyzes romance is really interesting. Of course, the two creators of Book Talk, who actually had kind of identified the tag and started creating books, videos, and that is Kate's Books. And then the other one is Eamon's Books. Those are definitely, I think, some of my favorite accounts. Thank you. And before we wrap up, please tell us your TikTok username so people can follow you. You can find me at Nisha Writes, W-R-I-T-E-S, which is the same on all of my social media accounts. Thank you so much for joining us, Nisha. It has been absolutely delightful. Seriously. Absolutely. Alicia, I think I could talk to Nisha about TikTok with you for hours and hours and never get bored. Well, you know what you can do at my wedding is talk to Nisha. It's going to be a long wedding. You're going to be there. (laughs) It's going to be awesome. I'm RSVPing for both of you right now. I already RSVP'd. (laughs) Oh, you did. You did. I literally opened the invitation and filled it out. I don't screw around with RSVPs. I'm very attentive to them. (laughs) I, I could talk to Nisha about TikTok and books for hours. Yeah. Like this could be a four hour show and I would be super on board for it. Happy as a clam. Yep. Yep. She's fantastic. But in, in all things tradition, we do need a love to go. And I have, I have two love to go. You have two. All right, go for it. So the first one is what you said. Don't be afraid to be cringy. This mm-hmm. is the intersection of book people and theater kids. Mm-hmm. Just let it out. Just let it all out. Yep. The other thing, I'm going to be a little bit weird and nerdy because I think the nerd element needs to be explored. Carl Sagan once said, we have traveled this way before and there is much to be learned. We have traveled through all of these elements of promotion and social media and new ways of talking about books. And yet we are still exploring the same issues of identity and authenticity. And that is both wonderful and a little discouraging, but I'm focusing on the wonderful. We would love to hear about your favorite book talk accounts or TikTok accounts. You can email us at lovestruckdaily at frolic.media or you know what? Just message us personally. I mean, we're happy to look these up on our own too. <laughs> and we would love to hear from you. And if you're curious about book talk, you can find Nisha at Nisha Writes. And Alicia, where can people find you on the TikToks? Oh, yeah. You can find me at The Real Alicia Rye. Because Alicia Rye Writes was already taken. (laughs) 
How dare. How dare. How dare. Thank you so much for joining us today and come back for one more amazing episode all about book talk. If you are looking for more of me, Sarah, you can find me at smartbitchestrashybooks.com. I'm at smartbitches just about everywhere and on your podcatcher at smartpodcasttrashybooks. You can find me, Alicia, on TikTok at the real Alicia Rye or on Instagram at Alicia Rye Writes or on Twitter at Alicia Rye. I also have a website, aliciarye.com. And you can find me and Kai together on our new YouTube channel, The Happy Place. Our researcher is Jesse Epstein. Our editor is Jen Jacobs. We are produced by Abigail Steckler and Little Scorpion Studios with executive producer Frolic Media. This is an iHeartRadio podcast. Have a very happily ever after today. What's your favorite book talk? Do you have a favorite channel? Is it a channel? Is it what is it? Yeah, is it is it a channel? Is it a, is it a screen? Name? What the fuck is the right word? Fuck. I'm get off my lawn. <laughs> 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 <laughs>